Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Okay, greetings and welcome to the Ted in Your Head podcast. I'm Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. For over 16 years, I've been helping people achieve more success in life and business. This podcast is all about letting go of self-limiting beliefs and transforming your mind. And I believe that to tap into the power of our minds to explore what is possible, we need to have a healthy mind and a healthy body. So today we're going to have another episode of the Ted in Your Head interview series where I interview experts in personal transformation, and I'm honored to have as my guest today, Corey Micah. Corey Micah is the co-owner of Orca Swim School and the creator of the Foundations of Change Learning Method. For over 20 years, Corey has been taking adult non-swimmers from fearful beginning to realizing their wildest dreams. Her unique teaching is so highly regarded because it is based on training and healing the mind so you can learn physical steps, taking swimming beyond the pool and into life. She is based in Seattle, Washington. Corey has been training students and teachers locally and across the U.S., as well as in the U.K. and Singapore. That is quite an impressive resume. Corey, welcome, and thank you so much for being on my podcast. Hi, Ted. Thanks for having me. This is great. My pleasure. So. What do you do uh, at Orca Swim School, your school? What do you do exactly? Yeah, so we work with adults who are beginning or overcoming fear in water um, and who want to swim, right? People love the water. It's so beautiful. We're so attracted to it. And people say, I can be in it, but uh, not past five feet. <laughs> I don't, don't take me in that deep water. And so that is who we specialize um, with, is taking those people and really bringing transformation for them. Okay. So what you're saying is your swim school specializes in working with adults, not children, but adults who are fearful of being in the water or fearful of being in the water that's deep or over their heads. Yes. Yeah. About half of the adult population in the U.S. identifies as being afraid in Deep water oceans and lakes, a little less than half is afraid in swimming pools. So, you know, really a majority of our population are, doesn't know what to do in the water. Okay. And are there some people that um, are not even able to get into a swimming pool, for example? Yeah, usually um, by the time that they see us, they're, they're wanting to be in for some reason. So, a lot of the people we see have done something like gone on a vacation and there's been snorkeling opportunities or water opportunities and they have just felt left out um, because they maybe participated in some fashion, sort of pushed themselves, but they felt terrified the whole time or you know, embarrassed or ashamed that they needed to wear the life jacket or they didn't know what they were doing. So Usually by the time they come to see us, they've, been, they've had some experience like that, but they're, they say, yeah, I, this, this should really be better. I should really, <laughs> it shouldn't feel like this. Got it. Got it. So 
So you work with people over like Zoom or Skype, uh, presumably. So you work with people remotely to help them overcome their fear of getting into a lake or, a, or the ocean or water that's over their head. So, I mean, that's incredible. How do you, I mean, you know, in, in a nutshell, how do you do that? Well, we just, there's a combination. We do in-person and we do online. So we okay. have all of our lessons structured online. Um, so people can really see how the learn to swim process is broken down. And we have to start with the understanding how the brain works and the mental side of things. Because everything we do starts, of course, with our belief. And, um, and so if we have certain beliefs, we come in and people have a lot of beliefs about the water or about themselves as a learner, that does not help them learn to swim. It is, it's a belief that's been used to keep them safe by keeping them away, by keeping them separate which of course is a strategy to keep yourself safe. But if you're wanting to participate, that's not going to work. So there's that piece of it that we really um, break that structure down and give people tools with that. And then the, when they have the mental piece, then we can start talking about how to break down the physical steps of it as well. So, um, so I'm thinking about some of the beliefs people might have. Um, like, of course, the biggest belief is they're, they're going to drown or maybe there's something in the water that's going, you know, in the ocean or something, sharks, you know. So what are some other beliefs that people have that are holding them back uh, from enjoying being in the water? Yeah, well, the biggest belief that holds people back is they believe they have to be able to float. And um, they, that's a belief people have. In order to swim, I have to float. And then the next piece of that is, and I don't float. <laughs> so um, the truth is our Olympic swimmers, let's say, our fastest swimmers in the world, they don't float. Does not preclude them from being amazing swimmers. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is a big sticking point for people. Oh, how interesting. Okay. Yeah, that, that, I never thought about that angle. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sharks—that's way out there. That's 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 down the line belief, but we got to start at the very beginning. <laughs> okay. All right. So, how often do you, you know, what's the length of time? Let's say that somebody is comfortable, you know, getting into a pool, uh, but they're just not comfortable going into the deep end, much less going into a lake or the ocean. What's the duration of time that you typically have to work with somebody before they um, are able to be more comfortable? Well, they really are able to be more comfortable right away. And that's one of the things that we really teach people is that if you want to have comfort, let's say jumping off the back of the boat, you have to figure out how to have comfort when you stick your big toe in the water, right? From the very beginning. And that's really the flip of what we are doing. Most swim schools are saying, well, if you, once you learn how to do all these things, then you'll feel comfortable. And what we find, it really has to be the opposite. We have to know how to feel comfortable right now, exactly where you are, exactly with what you're doing, and expand that into all the different skill areas, which would include going to deeper water or to uh, open water and that sort of thing. Okay. All right. So it doesn't have to be a very long-term process. People can get uh, results, i.e. feeling more comfortable with the water immediately after they start working with you. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. And that's a, it's a very important point because really what they're trying to do, they need to build trust with themselves, <clears throat> right? That trust that I'm the one who's going to keep myself safe right? and I'm the one who can keep myself comfortable. Um, it doesn't mean that uh, you'll be able to get into all water all the time. Nobody can. You know, I'm an excellent, highly proficient swimmer, but there's water I wouldn't swim in because, and I would have a sense of fear yeah. Which would be good. <laughs> of course. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's fear is a really, really uh, effective protector. It keeps us alive or at least yeah. for, for a couple of hundred thousand years. Has to, <laughs> right, to, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. It's knowing yeah. what to do with it of how to use fear that's useful. This is a useful fear. This is something to stay away from versus this is not a helpful fear because it's really just, it's about my thoughts or it's about some past thing. Um it's uh, in hyperdrive, right? That it's not really being um, useful in this moment. And I want to add on to what you said about um, the idea of developing trust with oneself. And I find that in my own work with, with clients, you know, that's such an important piece, not only in situations like that are fearful, like swimming or, or driving, but uh, with life's challenges in general, you know, having that trust, like I'll figure this out or I'll, I'll get through this, or it's, you know, it's on me to make this happen. And I somehow, some way I'll be okay. Even if I make mistakes, you know, that's such an important part of the learning process to have that faith and trust that, you know, we can do this, we can figure this out step by step, you know, it's incredibly important. Yes. Yeah. And that's why what why what we do works so well in the water, because it is just how life works. I mean, my, my other hat is I'm a life coach, right, outside of the water. And it's just these skills that we use in life, and people haven't, haven't applied it to their learn to swim process. And so, yeah, it's just it's how you, it's what you do in other areas of your life, too. Yeah. Okay. So um, how long have you been doing this? So my husband and I started our swim school 21 years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is kind of incredible now to look back how that happens, you know. Um, but we've been specializing in adults uh, for the last mm, 15 years or so, that uh, 15, 16 years where we we did have kids in our swim school in the beginning, but we sold that off to one of our employees a long time ago. But um, yeah, so it's been about 15 years of really... Mm -hmm. um, so how did you decide to go into the teaching people to swim business? How did that happen? <laughs> well, it's, you know, truthfully, it happened way back when I was a small kid, <laughs> I stumbled my way into it. You know, I was that, that's always my thing that I've done. I've always gravitated towards water, my husband too. And uh, so it's always been something that we did as part of our summer jobs and through college and all that. And then um, started as a whim. What the heck? We have nothing to lose. We didn't have kids or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. So started, started the swim school way back then when it was simple and easy. And we could see a real need back then of people wanting that one-on-one -on -one connection and wanting um, to really feel safe in their learning environment that, that um, in a traditional swim program, the teachers would change and noisy and chaotic and all this kind of thing, but really wanting to build that trusting relationship. So it really started with that. Mm. Um, yeah. How interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, my own uh, 
experience with uh, water is I'm not completely 100% comfortable with it. I'll jump into a lake. Uh, I don't enjoy the ocean because it's way too cold for me, you know, but uh, uh, lakes are typically warmer. So I'll get into a lake and, you know, um, most of the time I'm getting in there just to float around, you know, not to swim. But even um, when I took swimming lessons as a kid, you know, there's never been complete comfort with the water. And there have been times when, you know, I've taken river trips down the Grand Canyon where there was an opportunity to jump, you know, 30 feet from a big rock. And boy, that just took <laughs> took everything to make that happen. <laughs> and of course, a lot of people are just like, no way am I yeah. ever going to do that, you know? Yeah, that's not my cup of tea either. It's not a water problem. To me, it's a falling problem. <laughs> I'm not a big roller coaster person either, but man, my uh, one of my kids and my husband in Hawaii, they do all that cliff jumping and um, yeah, they, they love that. <laughs> yeah, it's not my most fun thing to do, but I wasn't going to say, no, I'm not going to do it, you know, <laughs> being a, a dude and all, right? Anyway. Yeah. So, well, there's um, that piece of, like you said before, of holding on, like I want, the flip side of fear is thrill, right? There's like the opposite emotions. And um, so, yeah, sometimes you want to feel that way. That's a really, really good point. And I can see why that would um, induce people to uh, connect with you to get over their fear because they, they want the thrill of you know, swimming in a, in a lake or, or, or water skiing or snorkeling, you know, which are yeah. things that are, are very enjoyable for many people. Yeah. Yeah. We love taking people to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet. I'm sure you love taking yourself there too, right? <laughs> well, there's that bonus too. <laughs> okay. So, um, so if, if somebody's, uh, you know, to, to people listening to this podcast right now, let's say they're not quite ready to you know, um, hire you as a coach, but they're thinking about it and they have their own challenges as far as swimming or fear of swimming. So what, what advice, uh, and I think you've already given some really good uh, wisdom already, but what advice w- would you give to somebody that might be wanting to start to uh, begin that process of becoming more comfortable with the water? Well, are there any suggestions you can make to people? Yeah, well, it's... Um... A perfect segue. I mean, on our website, I have a free little course on there, and it's really about starting to change your story. So, really, kind of looking at what your story is, because we get very dramatic in our story and very tied up. And our story is really this mixture of beliefs and and circumstances, and we think they're all the same thing. Um, and so, when we start to really look at our story. And we can start to pull it apart and to see, oh, what is just my thoughts about whatever happened, maybe it happened in the water or, or my thoughts about what I think about myself as a learner, because there are some, certainly people who don't have very much water experience to come to us too. And that starts the process of getting a little perspective um, that makes things, make things a little easier to get started. So that's one of the things, yeah. So it almost sounds like, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, you know, what you're describing is a very common approach to helping people overcome their fears, you know, looking at the story, changing the story, a different perspective and all of that. So do you have, have, obviously you're very good at this. So have you taken courses in psychology or or therapy? 
Yeah, it's funny. People have asked me that over the years. Are you a therapist? Because, you know, there can be crying. <laughs> there can be like, not like scared crying, but emotional release crying sometimes. And um, and just people feeling very, um, wow, how did you really know what I was thinking there? Um, I actually don't have training in that background. My real training comes from observing my students and just being so connected to them and seeing what works and how it works. Um, you know, our, you can really see in a person and hear in their story where they're going from calm, that calm confidence to where they're losing it, right? And that's where the learning space is, is right in that zone. And so it's really honing in on that zone. So my well, teachers have been my, or my students have been my teachers. <laughs> well, I think one of the things, one of the things that comes about that comes out from you very strongly is that you do seem to have a, a deep uh, sense of empathy and, you know, you uh, have a, a very nice way about you that is very non, non-judgmental and, and gentle. And I can see why, um, you know, people would really get a lot of benefit just from knowing that you're on their side and you're not going to, you know, say, now you jump into the water now, you know, the sink or swim approach with so yeah. many people probably that started their fear, right? You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to get that from me. <laughs> Go somewhere else for that. If that's your way of learning, because that could be, but yeah, it's not what they're going to have for me. But uh, yeah, I mean, we get to the place that we get to for lots of reasons and it's, um, and Many of those reasons have been useful for certain things, but then it becomes a place where it's not useful anymore, right? And so, um, yeah, it just is helpful to have a perspective to change that. Awesome. Very, very excellent. So if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, how would they do that? What would be the best way that they could do that? And I guess I'm asking for your website or any other contact information you want to give out. Yeah, so um, the easiest way is through our website, which is orcaswimschool.com. So orca, like the whale. And of course, we're on those social media platforms too, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, all all the places. (laughs) So it's always at orcaswimschool.com. So yeah, that's where you find us. Okay, and uh, you mentioned earlier that there's a, a video or some informational things on your website that could be helpful for people. Yeah, so we just have we have a free we call it a mini looky. So it's just a thirty minute course, a thirty minute online course to really work on starting that process of changing your story. It can be used for swimming or anything else because, as we said, it's just how life works. Um, and then our online courses. Um, they're just, uh, we, ha- we have a membership that's just a, a toe dip membership where you're just getting the online information with what we find is really useful for people. Like you say, who they're afraid, they're like, I think I want to do it, but you know, I don't want to, I'm not ready to jump in. <laughs> so starting to view that stuff online, starting to see what's possible, right. makes a big difference for people. So and I have to comment about how your use of language is so fun, you know, toe dip information, you know, ready to jump in and you yeah. sign your emails like swimmingly or <laughs> yeah, it's really awesome. Right. It just seems like you make it really, really fun. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. The water's naturally a fun place. It hasn't been for the people who come to see us. That's part of what we're helping to balance out is to bring that fun and balance out. Um, those flip emotions. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Well, 
Thank you so much for taking the time to be on my podcast today. This is a very, very interesting subject. And what you do, I find, is incredibly interesting because, you know, when most people think about overcoming fear of water, they think of going to a to a, a psychotherapist or even a hypnotherapist. But, you know, it sounds like you have a very practical, um, easy way of getting people into the water and getting more comfortable. So um, uh, to any listeners out there, uh, you want to go to orcaswimschool.com. Is that right? Yep, that's okay. right. And of course, if you want to get in touch with me, I'm at tedmoreno.com. If you have any questions uh, about uh, uh, Corey or what she does or how to get in touch with her, uh, just get in touch with me at tedmoreno.com. So again, Corey, thank you so much for taking the time the day after Thanksgiving to have this conversation. Okay. And uh, yeah. for all my listeners out there, um, Thanks so much for tuning in to our podcast today. Stay safe and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye now. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.